All right, my friends, this is Your Bible Book by Book. I am Pastor Luke Dunn, and uh, this is the Book of Numbers, which is probably, uh, in my estimation, one of the uh, most unfortunately named uh, books of the Bible. Um, it, it, and it's unfortunate in one way because uh, the original name of the book uh, was uh, Midbar, which means uh, in the wilderness. And that, that's a much more appropriate name and probably a lot more interesting. Um, it leads you into the book uh, because that's what the, the book of Numbers is all about, is uh, what uh, was happening with the Israelites after they left Egypt. They went through the Red Sea. They arrived at uh, Mount Sinai. Uh, where Moses received the Ten Commandments, um, and, and then what happens from there. They, they actually spend about um, two years at Mount Sinai, which um, as you're reading through numbers, you, you kind of start seeing that uh, even though they move uh, from place to place, um, they're actually spending a, a large portion of time in a few different places. Mount Sinai, they spend a couple years before they move on. But uh, it gets renamed the book of Numbers, um, because of uh, the Septuagint. The Septuagint was the Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible, um, and uh, and they renamed it Numbers because uh, there are, are a lot of numbers. There's a lot of uh, census uh, numbers taken. Um, they're counting uh, a lot of the people um, and how, how they're arranged. So if you've started reading the book of Numbers, you may have given up um, uh, within a few chapters, because uh, it takes about ten chapters uh, for all the details to be given about the the ni- names, the numbers, the organization of uh, the Israelites, how they're going to camp, how they're going to move, um, and, and all those details. So w- within about ten chapters, um, all that gets summarized, and then after that, um, it moves into. Uh, a lot of the the narrative, the story of what happens in the wilderness. So how we you know know about um, the spies going into the promised land and um, and finding that it's a, a beautiful and a fruitful land, um, but that it's also you know filled with strong people um, is in the book of numbers. They come back and they report. So there were twelve spies. They spent forty days in uh, Israel, and they come back to the, the people, Moses and the Israelites, and tell them what they found and show them what they found. Um, and uh, two of the 12, Joshua and Caleb, um, say that uh, it's a beautiful land, and because God is with us, we can conquer it. We can take it. Uh, ten of the spies say, yes, it's a beautiful land, but the people are too strong, and uh, we'll never be able to uh, defeat it. So, uh, they convince uh, the Israelites that uh, that they can't trust God and they, they shouldn't uh, move into the promised land. And so because of that, um, they end up wandering in the desert for 40 years while that generation all passes away. Now, the, the key uh, passage uh, about that um, you can find in Numbers chapter 14, And um, starting in about uh, verse uh, 22, it says, Not one of the men who saw my glory and the miraculous signs I performed in Egypt and in the desert, but who disobeyed me and tested me ten times, uh, I'll come back to that in a minute, 
Not one of them will ever see the land I promised on oath to their forefathers. No one who has treated me with contempt will ever see it. Then in verse 24, it says, But because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, uh, I will bring him into the land he went to, and his descendants will inherit it. So uh, when it says um, that they tested God ten times, um, that is uh, not to be taken literally. Um, that's, that is a, a figurative number that means that they have completely tested God. They've, they have put God to the test in a, in a way that is absolute. Um, and so God uh, says they're not going to enter the land, um, and not just because they doubted, um, but because they, they doubted in the face of um, knowing it with absolute uh, certainty that God was with them. He was manifestly with them. His, his uh, cloud um, had uh, gone with them through the day um, and pillar of fire by night. They, they had seen uh, how God had acted through the, the ten plagues of Egypt. They had seen how God had uh, passed over uh, the Israelites um, and spared them from from the death of the firstborn in Egypt and and uh, saw how God had miraculously opened up the Red Sea and all these um, firsthand uh, manifestations of God's presence and power uh, and blessing um, they had and so in spite of that they still doubted they still um, didn't trust God and uh, refused to obey him. And so he says, um, it, because of that, they will not inherit the land. Now, um, at least for 40 years, the next generation will uh, enter the land, except for Joshua and Caleb. And so uh, what Numbers uh, begins to outline for us is um, this, uh, this juxtaposition of faithful um, versus doubtful. Uh, those who trust and those who test. Um, and, and so the majority of the Israelites test the Lord, but a few uh, spiritual champions trust the Lord uh, no matter you know, how, how big the odds seem uh, against them. Um, Caleb is one. And so Caleb actually is one of the uh, champions uh, of the book of Numbers, uh, he, he becomes kind of this uh, figure uh, that rises to the top, that he, he ha- has wholehearted devotion, and that becomes the standard for, for what it looks like to trust the Lord, to have a wholehearted devotion to God. Um, Joshua, he rises to the top too, and uh, in later um, history where we, we will see uh, how he leads God's people. Um, what's interesting about Caleb is that he is from the tribe of Judah, and the tribe of Judah is the tribe that will produce David, uh, King David, and then uh, eventually Jesus. Um, and so he becomes kind of a messianic uh, prefigure uh, for, for the Israelites, that here's a person who trusts the Lord, who will do whatever God asks, um, no matter you know, how difficult it might seem. Even Moses in the book of Numbers fails uh, to absolutely trust God and hold him in high regard. Um, And so what Numbers does is it begins to tell us and outline uh, all the different ways that the Israelites 
um, put God to the test. And so you see uh, how they grumble and complain. Um, they criticize Moses over and over again. Um, they uh, complain about manna, um, and they want meat, and so God gives them meat, but then he uh, makes it rot um, almost immediately as they're eating it. Um, there's a, a Sabbath breaker, uh, somebody who doesn't trust God. He's, God had said to the Israelites that they were only to collect manna um, on the uh, first six days, and then on the seventh day, which was their Sabbath, they were to rest. They would collect twice as much on the sixth day. They would have enough manna for the seventh day, and then they could resume collecting it again at the beginning of the week. But uh, there's one person who says, no, I'm going to go out and I'm going to collect manna um, on the seventh day, and it rots and it, it becomes uh, disgusting and all that. So uh, there are all these different stories in Numbers about how the Israelites put God to the test. Um, they criticize God, and God sends uh, serpents. This is after they have... Um, denied um, the the going into the will into the uh, promised land, um, and, and so there are many many people who die from snake bites, and then Moses is told to build a bronze snake and put it on a pole, and anyone who looks to the bronze snake um, will be saved. They will they will not die from their snake bites, um, which again uh, points to. Uh, the Messiah, that the, there will be someone who's going to be lifted up um, on a pole or on a cross that we will look to, and simply by having the faith to look to the one who's lifted up, uh, we you will be saved. Um, and, and so it's very interesting how a lot of these themes uh, find them their, their way through the book of Numbers. Um, in the book of Numbers, you also have uh, the story of uh, Balaam. Uh, Balaam is uh, a hired oracle, uh, a prophet, um, who uh, is, is asked to c- curse the Israelites. Well, he, he um, cannot do that. Um, God will not let him do that. Um, but on the way, um, he uh, seems to change his mind or maybe have some other thoughts. And so uh, there is an angel of the Lord that opposes him. His donkey lays down and, and uh, does a couple different things that try to avoid uh, this angel of the Lord that's in the way. And um, then, the, and then God opens the donkey's mouth, um, and he speaks to Balaam and uh, basically accuses him of uh, you know wrongdoing because he's beating this donkey when the donkey won't obey him. And uh, the angel of the Lord then, you know, appears and, and talks to Balaam and says, you know, I, if your donkey hadn't laid down, if your donkey hadn't, you know, moved aside, you know, I would have certainly killed you. And so um, there's, there's some fantastic stories in the book of Numbers. As you get past chapter 10, uh, into chapter 10, 11, and, and moving forward, there, there are all these different uh, narratives of God's work in God's people. Um, and some very interesting things that happen. Um, and so as you continue to go through uh, numbers, then you come back to some other uh, more difficult uh, chapters where they're now beginning to prepare to go into the promised land. Uh, they're counting their people again, and they're organizing um, how they're going to go into the land and, and some details like that. And so 
As you read through the, the book of Numbers, what you're probably going to do, if, if you're not committed to just reading every chapter and trying to pronounce every name and, and uh, just kind of walking through some difficult um, chapters, uh, you can, you can kind of glance through, skim over some of those sections um, until your eye comes to um, a place where, you know, it's narrative, where it's story, and you can begin to read uh, in those passages. Um, and I would, if it were to come down to either not reading the book of Numbers or, or skimming over some sections that are difficult, then I would certainly encourage you uh, to just skim over the more difficult parts and, and uh, read through uh, the parts that uh, are are more you know interesting, inspiring um, uh, stories of of God's work and activity in in God's people, uh, because there's so much there uh, for us to learn. And, and here's the the bottom line uh, theme of Numbers is that there is um, faith and courage and trust um, in the midst of, you know, the doubts, in the midst of the difficulties. Um, there are people that will cling to God and they will trust God no matter um, what they're facing. And so um, even though it, it's a, a great uh, warning um, that uh, when we face these difficult uh, choices, um, that we have to be careful not to uh, put God to the test. It's also, uh, I think, very encouraging to see uh, that there are spiritual champions that rise up, that uh, come out of almost nowhere, that are just people that, um, that, that will do whatever God says. There's another um, story. One of my favorite characters in uh, the Bible is a priest uh, named Phineas who just uh, uh, takes it upon himself um, to uh, follow God. And, and so as uh, the, the people of God are radically sinning and uh, committing adultery and idolatry, uh, Phineas um, gets a holy uh, zeal uh, about him, and he begins to um, just go through and, and uh, put to death those who are um, committing this, this tragic sin in the land. And God actually uses that to um, produce a, a redemption for God's people. And so Phineas be becomes um, a, a blessing to God's people as well. And, and there are people like that all through the book of Numbers that um, are just these larger-than-life um, characters of, of faith. And so um, Numbers is, in, in um, a lot of ways, one of my favorite uh, books of the Old Testament and it just it has this unfortunate, um, I, I don't know, reputation for being a very boring book. Uh, and so I, I just would encourage you uh, to skip over some of the things that are more difficult, dig into the stories, uh, learn the history, because there's so much uh, for us to learn from the book of Numbers. So that's the book of Numbers, and this is your Bible, book by book.